Hi, welcome to Pop Vultures. I'm Lucy. And I'm Sarah. And this is the podcast where we pick apart some of pop culture's finest and unfinest hours. Unfinest is a word if you're wondering. Don't look I'm it up. an entertainment reporter, so I basically spend all of my day either chatting to or about celebrities. I am not, but not knowing very much about something has never stopped me talking about it before. Basically, we just really love pop culture, but we really hate trashy tabloids. So sit down. Or stand. Or do yoga. Or run. Or do some laundry and share your love of everything pop culture in a safe space with two girls who sound exactly the same. I feel like we need to start with something that we both have been talking about at length in general. Absolutely. In person, on every social media platform possible. <laughs> Across every way to chat. <laughs> Carrier pigeon. Yeah, exactly. It got lost, but it was there. Uh, the we Charlie XCX boys video. Boys, boys, boys. boys. Ding! <laughs> Which, by the way, is the ding. I am not, this is not my strong point, but I feel like even I recognised the ding is from like Mario Kart, yeah. I think. She's catering to all audiences. Wow. Reeling us in so with... So many levels. I know. <laughs> Literally levels. <laughs> levels, levels, levels. Um, so by now this will be old news that Charlie XCX made the most incredible video of 2017. 100%. Boys. But if anyone listening is anything like us, it has not yet got boring. And I'm not willing to disclose the number of times that I've watched it. I think I alone have racked up the like 10 million <laughs> views that it has so far on YouTube. Mm. Um, so there are tons of like already really great articles. Within like the first 10 minutes of it being at, up was like, who are all of the boys in the Charlie yeah, XCX boys video? Every single boy in boys. There are 60 boys in this video. They range from all spectrums of like super fame to like indie bands yeah all of our like, faves are in there to like not even necessarily musicians at all yeah youtubers are in there yeah which is a world i do not know not familiar with but if i mean i've interviewed if, a lot of youtubers and i still don't know them <laughs> and that's fine <laughs> but i feel like maybe youtubers are a world i want to get into if that's the kind of caliber that they present i don't know i feel like she's probably got the cream of the crop but still yeah. Maybe I mean, it's worth investigating. They already have millions of views on YouTube, so we're yeah. obviously not... Like, they don't need the help of you and I, probably. <laughs> but if you haven't seen the video, essentially, Charlie XCX is like... I saw a take that was... She's basically created the blurred lines for the female 100%. population. She's which got, I will kind of... I get why it's come to that, but I will say that blurred lines was a little bit more, like, questionable in the yeah, sense of, like, it was it just, was, like, pure nakedness. Yeah, it was much more overtly, like, sex than sexy. And it was, like, Robin Thicke in frame, oddling yeah. Emily yeah. Ratajkowski's incredible body. Yeah. I mean, we all would have been doing that anyway and yeah. were. But, yeah, I do get it. But I feel like she did well to get the guys in that video, the boys, the if boys. you will, um, to get the kind of stupid stuff that girls are made to do, which is like irrelevant, like just to make them look sexy, like licking a guitar. Yes. That's not what you do with a guitar. I don't know if you've ever seen anyone use one. What's a guitar? Yeah, exactly. I'm sorry. I'm a girl. I don't know what music is. I like Joe Jonas licking his lips after eating pancakes. So into that. Also, I feel like I spend a lot of time in my life watching stupid documentaries about weird people and often those things involve like I mean I feel like there are so many documentaries about there about like weird you know people who like love to dress up like babies or people who are in love with their cars just like weird deep sexual, into the channel 4 archives hugely sometimes even channel 5 oh. something I mess with 
Um, but I didn't. I was always feeling very superior watching those, being like, I am just no, I don't have any of those weird sexual quirks until. I realized that my ultimate fantasy is Stormzy eating cereal. <laughs> like, that, it gets me. Like, that's me. That was me with Riz Ahmed talking to a cuddly toy teddy bear. I was like, 100%. who knew that this is yeah. what I need? Yeah. This is obviously why I'm single. <laughs> not enough boys carrying around massive teddy bears, <laughs> yeah, apparently. Really not. It has got all of my faves in it. All my Almost faves. all of my faves. It's got, like, every... I mean, I do, like, unashamedly love Diplo. I think he's really attractive. I didn't know that that is what he looked like, and now I'm fully And now you're like, I love Major Lazer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Tell me more. Riz, like I said, Dan from Bastille, obviously my number one hun. Obviously. Um, um, who Joe else? Jonas, who I have said before, I shotgunned when I was at school because I was heavily into the Jonas Brothers. 100%. And everyone you loved, loved Camp Rock. I loved yeah. Camp Rock. Even when, even when Joe Jonas had, like, the most awful side bangs mullet and also purity ring i was into it i feel like they all that's like very much a disney of that time we know now i mean we did know anyway because joe jonas's his song is literally about having sex on the beach but yeah this video is like you're not wearing a purity ring anymore (laughs) also i feel like it was a good mix of a boys doing stupid stuff that girls are made to do to look sexy mm-hmm. which like has nothing to do with the situation that they're in they're like, basically pinups in it yeah like washing a car just so that they can be naked covered in bubbles like they're not having paying, a pillow fight yeah they're not like paying attention to like whether or not that car is actually clean and then be doing stuff that girls would find attractive like shirtless like, playing the guitar yeah exactly lying on a velvet sofa but also like doing like bicep curls with puppies like obviously oh we're all going to be into that Whereas that might not appeal to a boy so much. We've talked about this before anyway. So we studied this at university, but just the male gaze and how cinema essentially is created for, umbrella term, for a straight male audience. And so women are naturally objectified in almost all mediums because it's created for an audience that is inherently male. Yeah. Charlie? Turning it on his head. Turning it right on his head. Subverting that male gaze like it's no one's business. Yeah. Like this is purely objectification, but like, in a good way. But it's weird that it's made such a splash because why are we surprised? Like, why are we surprised that like girls like hot boys? <laughs> yeah, like how is that news? But like it's actually so refreshing and I really think it is one of those things where people maybe didn't realise how much they needed it until it was presented to them. And by people, I mean me. I will say in this like rainy weather, it's been very slow at work. I didn't know how much I needed this pick-me-up. It was the first thing I saw on... So I do that thing of waking up and immediately go on Twitter. It's the first thing I do to wake Mm -hmm. me up. And it was the first thing I saw. And it just set me up for the day. I didn't get into it probably until lunchtime of that day. You missed a good few hours. An incredibly stressful day. And I just had to make myself a cup of tea, stop everything I was doing for like two and a half minutes, whatever it is. And it relaxed me. It allowed me to reset myself. (laughs) And everything was better afterwards. And then I watched it about... 500 more times and it's just on a constant loop yeah it's essentially my home screen on my laptop now Mm. it's like go on the internet first i'll watch boys and then i'll like log into my work (laughs) and then i'll do maybe type half an email and then i'll watch boys and then be like i'll type the rest of the email and then as a reward watch boys when i finished it what i do like is that this video has kind of opened charlie xcx up to a whole new audience because she is one of the best pop singers going at the moment and her albums are great and people don't really know and that. i'll be honest i did not know that she's written some great songs as well for other artists she oh, wrote I that i love hearing about that about um, pop stars. iconopop i love it that's the only other one of hers that i like she 
Oh my god, what song is it? It's a Selena Gomez song, "Same Old Love," uh, okay. but she keeps her voice on the on the chorus because um, better because it's better than Selena Gomez's. <laughs> That's fair. Maybe I I could put my voice on the chorus. It would, <laughs> it would help it out, but it's just me. I also do really like that she's opened up a lot of our like great British indie boys to the mainstream because it's also doing really well in the US. But also like grime artists. Yeah. And, like, it's cool to have the mix that she... It's got like Stormzy and then she's got like Wiz Khalifa. Yeah. I, do, I want to know how she got everyone involved. I want to know who because, said no. Yes. I'm desperate to know who said no. I would love to know which people she approached that maybe just didn't have the time. Yeah. Or like thought that they were too good for it. I'm going to say News Flash. You are not. <laughs> they are kicking you themselves. Aren't. It's like when you hear stories of like um, people who've turned down films that have been amazingly successful. Yeah, so or, like Sean Connery like, turned um, down The Matrix and yeah. like he turned down The Lord of the Rings. And also people who, like publishers who turned down J.K. Rowling. Everyone's always like... Uh-huh. I bet Ed Sheeran's there just like, oh my gosh, I should have been in The Boys video. <laughs> His one regret. It's okay. I mean, I'm just like purely speculating that Ed Sheeran was involved, but... He's involved in everything in the world at the moment, so I'd be surprised if he wasn't approached. 100%. I do also feel like, though, his ginger hair would really clash with the pink background. That's so true. If you haven't watched it's a real it, struggle of please mine. watch it now because you're not going to understand anything else. It's I'm a purely saying. visual thing that we're trying to explain. I've listened to so it's many. It's brilliant that we're doing this on a podcast. I know. <laughs> the audio medium is the perfect way. I think we are. I, I, haven't, I haven't seen one bad comment. I'd be interested to see. If there were any negative feet, was any negative I feel feedback like, to it? Obviously, I stay away from this kind of thing because it's BS. But um, you know those groups who are like call themselves like meninists <laughs> and who are like yes, male male rights activists, which is like the Trash. most contradictory thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> um, and they're like, oh, like we don't get any chances in life. Like, women take all the chances. Everything's like, about women now. Yeah, that's not true. <laughs> you need to open your eyes and ears. We got one Ghostbusters film, guys. Yeah, exactly. Like, come on. Ocean's and Eleven is also- coming. <laughs> I wonder if they would be annoyed with that. To be like, oh my God, we're not just sex objects. On wondering whether there were any bad comments. Are you looking it up now? Yeah. Right. Um, Someone's gone, I hope there's going to be a follow-up song called Girls. And then there's just a bunch of comments that is like songs that are named girls that already exist. <laughs> like the 1975 Girls. Yeah. <laughs> Purely about girls. Just about girls. Also, that video is full of girls. Yeah. Also, as is every video Every on the single video, regardless of whether or not it's about girls. So Everything. we don't need to have the clue in the title. <laughs> We're fine. They're all very creepy, which I approve of. Oh. Do you know what, actually? There is nothing. Okay, so we can safely say... We've put in the time, done the research. There is no negative feedback. Apart from that one that got like very swiftly put in his place. Good. Rightly so. Rightly so. So I want to add something that I did because I know that we've said that it's perfect as it is. However. However, I would argue that anything and everything in life would be more perfect with just a pinch of Harry Styles. Just a pinch. Just a little little, uh, seasoning of Styles. (laughs) At the cook's discretion. <laughs> Add more if you want. Harry Styles to taste. <laughs> I'm like well and truly on the Harry Styles train. I've 100%. been on the Harry Styles train since 2010. You're not alone. And now it's okay because he's like a full-on adult. 
Yeah. I mean, he was an adult before and he's only a couple years younger than me, but I feel like I always have to justify my love of Harry Styles. I but I feel like I'm getting past it. I feel like it. he's kind of transcended the whole like tweeny bopper pop star thing. He's which now like, like a bit of a Mick Jagger. I'm not going to say I wasn't into anyway. I don't know if but like... But we were tweeny boppers as well. A little bit, yeah. Boppers, certainly. I mean, we were fully in uni when we were watching <laughs> yeah. the One Direction movie, but... At the cinema. <laughs> So I've had a really quiet period at work and nothing's been going on. So I thought, I know what I'll do. I'll edit Harry Styles into the boys video just for my own. I can't think of a better use of your time, to be really (laughs) honest with you. And this is such shameless self-promotion. Plug, plug, plug. I'm plugging my skills. (laughs) But anyone wants a sick digital whiz, I can splice in two videos. (laughs) Whoa. Whoa. I'm basically Steven Spielberg. So I spiced Harry Styles into the video. I can't remember which boys I took out, but I, I was fair. Okay. I think. So I didn't realise that you'd taken boys out to put him in. I think I took out some of Charlie Puth because, to there's be fair, Charlie Puth, there's too much Puth. Can't handle the Puth. <laughs> no Puth, please. <laughs> Puth to power. <laughs> it fits so perfectly, and I uploaded it to Twitter. And Again, the- a great thing to talk about on an audio Again, on a podcast. Purely visual. Purely (laughs) Purely visual. visual. Basically, I feel like maybe we do just a full disclosure on this podcast that you need to have access to the internet while you're listening to it so that you can look up all the references that we made. Yeah. If we're going to carry on so, like this. I'm going to point you in the direction of the uh, Vice ranked all the boys. There's 100%. First point of call as well. BuzzFeed tells you all of the Buzzfeed names. BuzzFeed tells you all of the names and has crucial links to all of their Instagrams. So amazing. Vital. <laughs> and my Twitter, at LucyJ underscore Ford, if you wanted to know. <laughs> where you do want to know. My video you of Harry Styles, which has been now officially Liked by the Queen herself, Charlie XCX. Brilliant. Of Harry Styles spliced into the boys' video. Incredible. And I feel like this video is so great because it allows you, you can just splice in whatever boys you want. There's a lot of comments that's like, where's Justin Bieber? Not for my taste, but it's cool. Add it in your own. Where's Shawn Mendes? I'll take some Shawn Mendes in exactly. there. Exactly. But I feel like the point of the video in general is like she's provided a beautiful buffet of boys. <laughs> and there really is something for everyone. But if there was a specific flavour, if you will. Like, if your palate isn't quite cleansed. Exactly. If you need a Harry Styles, if you need a Bieber, if you need... A childish Gambino. Exactly. If you need maybe someone older, some kind of silver fox, like maybe put that in. The oh my vi- God. The song fits with everything. We need to stop right now. Did you think about putting Leonardo DiCaprio in? Because we also know that he is a number one hunt of yours. He's he's the number onest of hunts. <laughs> he wears the crown. <laughs> what? Did you think about it? I did not. Because I feel like if there's one thing for me, I was thinking about like ethnic backgrounds and stuff and how I, I really like the like spread that she's represented. It's great. Diversity. Diversity, I like. Age diversity, there's not so much of. Homework for everyone. Yeah. Edit in some older fellas. Yeah. Edit in your teen icons. Do whatever you want because it fits. It's the kind of song that fits with everything. Exactly. Also, another thing I thought was interesting was calling it boys. And I saw um, a video of mine, Bialik, talking about how women between the age of basically 18 and 45 or something are just referred to, especially if they're attractive, by men in any context as girls just call them women which i totally get so i really like that this video was called boys even though everyone was kind of young in it but not like they weren't say like a 25 year old is like a boy by dictionary standards definitely not they're all professionals they're all have careers yes and it is that thing of men 
do have the power in society. It's inherently predatory in a way because mm. they have more power than we do. So to be like, I'm constantly thinking about you. I have the power over you. But we're going to turn that on its head. And we're like, well, we're going to think about you as well. Yeah. We have the power to like have autonomy. How do you and like I'm, that? How do you like that? We're going to think about you. Yeah. <laughs> so well done to Charlie for subverting the male gaze. Also, Brilliant. But given a platform to teen girls. Not even teen girls. Teen girls, teen boys, adult women. Adult men. Adult men. Nice. Well done. Well. Also well done to you, may I say, for putting Harry Styles in because that's what you wanted. It's what the people wanted. It has done pretty well. It's done pretty well. It's done pretty well on Brazilian Twitter, guys. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Don't want to just brag, but you broke the Brazilian internet, <laughs> I would say. I've been told that I'm doing the Lord's work and I live to serve. That does take us nicely onto our next topic, which is a topic that I always want to talk about and I bore my colleagues constantly, which is Harry Styles in general. Harry Styles in general. I'm sure all of our listeners, if they've stayed this long, will be happy to listen to this. <laughs> this is a natural segue. Yeah, if you haven't turned this off already... You're in for a sweet ride. <laughs> so Harry Styles, if you are not aware, is one-fifth slash one-fourth, because there was a, well bump, a bumpy period, mm -hmm. uh, of One Direction. And he's potentially one of the most famous people on the planet. Mm -hmm. 40 million Instagram followers, 20 million Twitter followers. Dang. Brazilian Twitter is all about him, <laughs> as Brazil I've learned. Brazil, <laughs> come to Brazil. <laughs> as we know, One Direction are on a hiatus. And I say that in air quotes because the Spice Girls are also on a hiatus. She's actually doing air quotes. Again, <laughs> visual medium <laughs> on a podcast. <laughs> but, you know, NSYNC are on a hiatus. They're not coming back. Spice Girls are on a hiatus. Some of them are I coming like back. what they're really saying is they've broken up, but if there were so go many <laughs> teenage girls. And I say girls, but I also mean women as well. Lives might be at risk if they said that they were broken up. Yeah, and it is also that safeguard just in case they, if like you know, they hit some debt. If yeah. they have to pay some kind of alimony because later a, in a life, a comeback tour would just rake it in. It would be incredible. I mean, look at Take That. I know. It's about second to say. life. But did you know that when Take That broke up, because they did announce that they had broken up, I heard from someone who was like a teen at the height of their fame and then when they broke up apparently there was literally a helpline that I've you could this. call my mum has told me about this because that is she was the a craziest thing I've ever heard. take like, that fan and you're like yeah I love One Direction everyone get over it I wouldn't call a helpline though but there are fans that would because there are fans that would but I there feel were people like fainting at the Dunkirk premiere when they saw Harry just saw him absolutely ridiculous he's hot but I feel like I could keep it together slightly more than that. I could keep the oxygen going to my brain. Mm. <laughs> it's a basic requirement for living, and I think I might still. Be I'm able not to do like that. that flawed by. I've dimples. done it for all of my life, <laughs> every single day and night. But I feel like apologies if anyone's fainted over One Direction. Yeah. <laughs> the time that Take That broke up was a very different era. There was no such thing as social media. I feel like die-hard One Direction fans who are all obsessed with each other and like tweet and retweet each other all the time whatever spend their life communicating with each other even though they, the only thing they have in common maybe is their love of 1d their love of 1d and maybe roughly their age but who's to even say um i think that they have each other to support yeah, I was each gonna other say, twitter Take that fans maybe weren't as lucky yeah then someone in like wolverhampton might have like not known that there was someone in leeds that also felt distressed 100%. by the end of take that or like 
but 1D fans had Twitter yeah. and YouTube where they could, could be like, I'm together. struggling. Yeah. And then like, Brazil was like, we're here for you. <laughs> we're going to lift you up. <laughs> Come to Brazil, we're, we're here. Correct me if I'm wrong, they've all released a solo album. Exactly. So in the every last single few months, we have had every single 1D solo venture. Mm-hmm. So first we had Zane, who I'm not sure if I even consider 1D anymore. So yeah, first we got Niall, which was a surprise that we got Niall first with mm. this town. And he just wanted to get in there quickly. Then so he didn't have to do like competition work with the others. That's true. Then we had Liam with mm-hmm. the Ed Sheeran written song Strip That Down. Did Ed Sheeran write that? Yes, because he writes every single song in the charts right now. 100%. Um, I thought that he also wrote one of Niall's songs. He probably did. Probably. He's just got songs coming out of him like it's nobody's I business. Know. He also wrote Rita Ora's song. He wrote Cold Water for Justin Bieber and then didn't even remember doing it. So yeah, then we had Harry and his solo song and album, which mm-hmm. came out basically at the same time. And recently, Louis. Plus Vital watching the behind-the-scenes documentary of Harry Styles' album. That was just like my Christmas. Again, my we year. need to put a link in my that birthday. to some kind of... Again, that is you also guys all an need inherently to see that. visual medium because <laughs> I spent an entire afternoon making GIFs of that, that because it's just shot so beautifully. I will say... I enjoyed it very much because I love anything behind the scenes. Like, I'll watch anything behind the scenes of anything, regardless of whether I liked it in front of the scenes. Behind the scenes is what I'm about. <laughs> if you wanted to, you could watch that Harry Styles one on mute and it would maybe be almost as enjoyable. Oh, yeah. And you can also skip through the songs if that's not your bag. Yeah. Because you do absolutely. have some amazing shots of him just, like, lying on a surfboard in Jamaica. Mm-hmm. Uh, him speaking to camera. You don't have to hear what he's saying. You just have to see him smiling. Yeah. Drinking out of a water he's bottle. Crying. Crying. It's quite crying. emotional. <laughs> I don't know. I, yeah, I feel like it's maybe like one like really creepy like power trip of me that I love yeah. to see. There's also a really great bit, which cry. is where Tell he gets me. the mask made for his video. And he has to get his face covered in oh, it's like mod, that gel. Mod rock, yeah. And when they take it Art off, lessons, it's just like two thousand and eight. It's like stuck in his eyelashes, and his eyelashes are like fluttering. And you're like, oh, oh my they god. look like they have snowflakes. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, Maybe oh my too god, play in the snow with me. No, it's not too gushy because the point of this conversation Harry Styles, is, if you're listening, we're cool. It's fine. We're totally cool. Down to hang out whenever you like. Come to the podcast. Not that we don't have friends via but Brazil. Like, yeah. <laughs> We could all go to Brazil together if you would like. That's fine. <laughs> but, okay, so obviously anytime One Direction, anything to do with One Direction, it will immediately go to number one. Duh, no matter duh. if it's good or bad or in between, ugly. which is, I think, it's never ugly. all of the above. Like, yeah. all of the songs, I would say that there was a good and a bad and in between. Yeah. And you can judge for yourself which ones you think those yeah. are. But when it comes to, like, the average Joe, you know, dipping in and out of One Direction. Hearing it on the radio, except Harry Styles is the only one that people actually care about. Yeah. He's the only one that's got a kind of, like, star quality. Like, you would never see Niall co-hosting The Late Late Show with James Corden. No. But you, when no. Harry was announced, it was like, oh, my God, of course Harry would be amazing in this. And Harry yeah. got his own carpool karaoke, which was also my favourite. And I've watched it a million times. I haven't, but I... I You've never I, seen it? No, I've seen it, but not a million times. <sighs> I really liked his shirt in it. He was wearing something crazy. Yeah. I actually As look, he has wont to do lately, and I'm loving it. He's got some great clothes. Also, I think you should mention another favourite part of... Harry Styles behind the scenes documentary. His trousers. The like flared sailor trousers. So, yeah. More in, visuals. And when I like say insane, pants. Yeah, <laughs> when I say, you say insane wide leg, I mean, 
You're talking you could fit two more people in each leg, I would say. <laughs> a prox. Because I actually texted Sarah being like, what are these flares? <laughs> With accompanying gear. Urgent, urgent. <laughs> Stop Harry what you're Styles doing. is wearing some crazy trousers. But I have noticed, because I'm the kind of 25-year-old woman that has two framed photos of Harry Styles in her room. No shame. It's a part of a matching set. <laughs> <laughs> Did you find that out from the vintage copy of Rolling Stone that you bought from eBay that he is on the cover of? It's or? actually the one from the Sunday Telegraph that I also bought <laughs> secondhand. But it's part of a matching set and the jacket is even more crazy than the trousers because it is cropped and it is pinstripe and it is somehow triple-breasted. Triple? <laughs> Who needs triple breasts? It's like a matador's jacket. So it's without just, the yeah, gold. it's almost got like two kinds of lapels. It's got like normal a, lapels and then just like extra lapels for when you might need them. Just for a rainy like day. Like spares. Mm. But yeah, like he has a star quality that I don't think that the others do. And I it's don't know what that is. Literally the X Factor. Literally the X Factor. As James Corden has said before, it is literally the X Factor, which is you know, what Simon Cowell was essentially looking for. Yeah, clues but in the name. he was 17 when he went on The X Factor. And who knew that he would Maybe grow into this? when you have it, you just have it. I know, and it's really strange because I have interviewed Harry. It's cool, no big deal, guys. <laughs> but he does not speak very much. If you listen to any interview with him, he's not very forthcoming with the details. No, he's, he's very monotone. Chatter. He's not great for radio. He essentially no. sounds pissed off a lot. But if you do want to come on this podcast, Harry, you're so welcome anytime. Oh my anytime. gosh, I will let free the floor. <laughs> but he doesn't speak very much. He's not actually sure. that great to talk to in the sense of like you don't have, you don't get anything revealing from him. By comparison, Liam and Louis are the other two that uh, my work we have spoken to in recent months. And they are so open so honest mm. they are like the chattiest people ever you leave being like i want to go for a drink with you like you seem like yeah. fun people to go to the pub with yeah but for some reason you just don't care about them enough like, which i would much. say though that's not when you talk about interviewing pop stars that's not a feeling you have about everyone so that's a very no. different quality that they have exactly but it's still not the x factor it's not the x sorry factor, boys like liam i like you you seem nice but not the x factor same with louis and after reading louis's very like open observer article i was like oh he knows he hasn't got the x factor mm, still haven't read it the shame if you haven't read it he talks about being feeling insecure knowing that he's not the most talented in one direction he's not oh, got the kind of like style of harry he's the everyman of it and he's like he said that he was at his peak of confidence when harry announced that he wanted a hiatus and he was really stressed because he was not going to get the same writers as the other boys because he's just not as talented yeah i'm trying to pinpoint what exactly it is about harry that is what makes the x factor and why has I mean, he I got it? I mean, I feel like it isn't definable and that's why it's called the X Factor. That's true. But I know that's not very helpful to say because now we've just had a whole conversation <laughs> about it. So, in summation. <laughs> we in don't know. We know nothing. <laughs> I mean, even Christopher Nolan said he had it when he went in for his yeah, Dunkirk whatever audition. Is. Although I will say, and I know that everyone has said this, Christopher Nolan apparently didn't know who Harry Styles was when he auditioned. That's BS. He has that's teenage daughters. Just my dad true. knows who Harry Styles is and he is like a man that exclusively listens to Van Morrison. With him not talking very much, I think it is maybe one of those things, a bit like, I don't think I want to compare Harry Styles to the monarch of our great <laughs> land, but like the queen doesn't do very many interviews. Do you know what I mean? Like she doesn't talk that much either. I mean, she talks to people that she sees when she like shakes their hand or whatever. It's, She's never like a sit down tell all with the queen. Like it's not ever like that. And I feel like, 
because of that, we see her a lot, but we don't hear her speak. We so also we really project. project. We yeah. project. Jinx, because almost. everyone outside of the UK absolutely loses their shit over the royal family. Yeah. They call our queen the queen. The queen. When As she if is there's not like a queen dozens of, of other queens so in the world. Other queens. Yeah. But they massively project. They're like, oh, she's such a good woman. Yeah, but like based she's on such what? a strong I mean, woman. I'm and not like, saying you're not. In the same, like, we don't know anything about her. Yeah, I mean, she seems a babe and I love the crown. But again, it's not a documentary. She's so someone that is, the images are pretty constant and she's part of our national psyche. As is Harry Styles. As is Harry Styles (laughs) in exactly the same way. (laughs) She's a national treasure in that way. Um, But in the same way of like the Beatles. The Spice Girls. Yes, they are emblematic of a style of the UK Harry Styles. Harry of the Styles UK. of the UK. We never go out of style. <laughs> it took me so long to realise that that song is about Harry Styles. And I didn't realise until you told me that it was like style. That song's style. by Taylor Swift, by the way, if you didn't get that from Lucy's flawless rendition. <laughs> but I think that is a fantastic comparison. Not giving much away, and when you do give stuff away, it is well thought out, and they will not answer questions, Harry or the Queen of England. <laughs> so, as we've established after like a 20 minute conversation, <laughs> the reason. The reason Harry Styles is so successful is that we cannot pinpoint why he's that successful. We don't, know. we don't know. We'll never know. <laughs> Sorry. So yeah, that that's it for our topics. That was fun. That was fun. That was our first episode. Yay, Yay to us. Snaps for us. <laughs> I hope you really enjoyed visualizing so many of the like very visual things that we described. Very visual references throughout. We will try and keep those to a minimum if possible. The only other option was to do a vlog and we would have to like wear clothes, contour, makeup. It just sounded like a whole lot of hassle for us. We'd really rather sit in a studio in our pajamas. But I uh, hope you keep listening. Bye. Bye. Jonas Bros forever. <laughs> I loved Joe Jonas in the boys video. Who knew? I mean, we all knew. I but... mean, we did all know, but I hadn't given it proper due care and attention, I think. I mean, I'm so glad that when I was at school, I shotgunned Joe Jonas out of all of the Jonas Brothers. Did you? Yeah. I don't think they were really on my radar. Did you like, like, Camp Rock and stuff? More than anything. Oh, that's so I lame. I met Jonas recently and basically spent my whole allotted 10 minutes just asking when there was going to be a Camp Rock 3. <laughs> I didn't even know there was a 2. Oh, my gosh.